The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello everyone, this is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hello everyone and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. <laughs> Man, I'm fired up. I feel good. I feel good. Do, 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 do. I, I know, don't quit my day job. Uh... <laughs> I'm ready for today's show, though. Boy, let me tell you. Hey, first of all, remember, Chauncey's Great Outdoors is celebrating its 25th year on ESPN Radio. And we are grateful to all of the listeners and sponsors of this program that made this show happen. We're talking Waterworks Marine, Daiwa. Uh, we've got a couple of good ones coming up I think you're going to enjoy. Uh, some tourism stuff. And we have just so many people have been supportive of Chauncey's Great Outdoors and you our listening public, and you're the ones that make this show happen because you say, I listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Thank you. Uh, well, let's talk about the show then. On today's show, we got Captain Tony sitting on the dock of the bay, waiting time for his clients. <laughs> That's probably what he's doing. Oh, yeah. T Captain Tony, man, he's been spanking some big, 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 big fish out that way. And I'm really happy for him. Uh, we're going to be going out with him this week, as a matter of fact. Uh, then Brian Anderson, the Tick Terminator, the Tick Terminator, uh, dot com. He's going to be coming on to uh, talk to us about stopping those little blood-sucking critters that we get attached to us, and uh, whether they're in your backyard or in the great outdoors, uh, you're going to get ticks. That's It's that easy now, folks. Uh, and after uh, we hear from uh, Brian, we're going to talk to Steve Welch of Lake Shelbyville Guide Service to talk about the good crappie and striper action and bass action and catfish action that's going on Lake Shelbyville right now, right now. Uh, then we will have the 
after him, the Aiden Fisher Report and some other outdoor news and see what else we've got going on in the great out of doors. Okay. Let's speaking of the great outdoors, let's go over a couple of things here. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources uh, has announced the data is available for the annual spring survey of the ruffled grouse and pheasant and waterfowl uh, that are out there. When I read ruffled grouse, I just felt the three stooges coming out. Look at the grouse. Look at the grouse. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> this spring uh, waterfowl uh, breeding survey indicated that the grouse and pheasant counts are below the five-year average, including about 11% de- decrease in statewide and ruffle grouse. Uh, drumming activity, that's how they really count them. They, that's what they listen for. Uh, in 2022, the decreases showed that the ruffle grouse and pheasant populations uh, in this year's surveys were not unexpected. They kind of expected this. Pheasant populations uh, are also down a little bit. The department awarded the 2023 average pheasant observations at 0.46 pheasant per stop. That's what they call it, similar to the 2022's average of 0.47. So that they've kind of stayed the same. Uh, waterfowl, they're estimating the duck population about 550. 45,000 birds. That's a 3.5% decrease in them little quackers. So, uh, you know, but it's still above the normal run of a five-year average, I guess it's called. Okay, also from uh, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, they're looking, the they got the results from the sharp-tailed grouse hunting season remains closed. That population is just not there. Uh, so the sharp Tail grouse hunting season remains closed in Wisconsin this year. Next door to Indiana here, the this year the Indiana Department of Natural Resources has stocked the waterways and with walleye and sauger. Uh, summer fry, summer actual fingerling fish. Uh, they're, so they've been working on this program throughout the year. They start up in March and early April, resulted in 35.7 million fertilized walleye eggs, which gave about 24.3 million walleye fry. That's uh, 7 to 10-year-old fry, about an inch long, and they release them. There's like only 1% of the fry will make it to adulthood because, hey, they're little. They're lunch. They're, they're like popcorn to a lot of other fish. And uh, so remember that. Then uh, the sauger, they released about 81,181 sauger fingerlings, about an inch and a half long, into a, a couple of the waters f- for people to get out and enjoy fishing. So that's all the neat things that are going on there. And um, we got. I think he's sitting on the phone. Now let's hear from our friend Captain Tony. In three, two, one. <clears throat> Now let's hear from Captain Tony somewhere sitting on the dock. Tony, what's up? I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the fish jump in the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we got some kings, John. Do we? Yeah, there's kings in the early morning, some beautiful 15, 20-pounders being caught right now. Oh, nice. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And uh, that's, but it's all early bite, right? Yeah, pre-dawn, yeah, up into first light, work the area, and then you'll have to look around for fish. Mm-hmm. But we're still seeing some rainbows, a few cohos, and, of course, the Lakers are around. Okay, so it's Kings, Lakers, Steelhead, and coho. Correct. What seems to be working best? Uh, flies and Dodgers. Uh, let's see. 
I've been running a chrome blade with a white fly. He's been working. Mm-hmm. Uh, various spoons uh, mm-hmm. have been working. I got a blue and silver spoon working, taking rainbows on a six color and a, a ten color. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what else do I got out there? I had the HUD, stingray size HUD working mm-hmm. on a uh, eight color. And Gypsy's. Uh, Dragon Slayer with a green fly has been working pretty good. Mm. You know, so a mixture of stuff's working. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are, are we blue water fishing or are we starting shallow and going out? Uh, starting in 65 feet of water, working to 100, working that area pre-dawn, mm. and then going out. There are some fish out deeper, mm-hmm. uh, 180 to 245. Okay. 180 to 245 you know, later in the day. Blue water, afternoon trips. Yeah, afternoon Blue trips. Water. Cool, cool. Well, that sounds interesting. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a gentleman at ICAST, and I was saying, you know, we do blue water fishing at, on Lake Michigan. And he goes, what? I go, we do blue water fishing on Lake Michigan. He goes, how deep are you? I go, well, sometimes we're over 200. And he goes, oh, I guess you do do blue water fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, she gets deep out there. You know, <laughs> they didn't. He didn't realize that Lake Michigan was. Uh, I said, dude, the di- the deepest part of Lake Michigan is nine hundred twenty three, and he went, right. "Wow, I go, yeah, that's a big hole." <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. You got in the flying to get down there, Chunk? No, I don't. No, I don't. Hey, Tony, <laughs> if uh, somebody wants to set up a weekday char- uh, charter for a two, four, or six person, or a weekend for six people, best way to get a hold of Captain Tony and Diamond Ghost Charters is what? I would call me at area code 847-366-0741. If I don't answer, please leave a message, or you can even text me at that number. And get ready to yell, fish on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Thanks so much. All right. Be safe out there, everyone. Good fishing. All right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only fourteen ninety five. Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! 
and Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037. That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Nature is calling. No, 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 not that way. Fishing, hunting, hiking, you know, nature. Chauncey's Great Outdoors, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 and available on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Yeah, still had a running, honey, don't hold in it tonight. But Elaine and the main heading upstream. I packed up my waders, it's a fisherman's dream. Yeah, I'm still had a running. Yeah, the steelhead running. Yeah, the steelhead running, honey. Don't hold in tonight. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. <laughs> On the phone with me right now, we have the Chick Terminator, Brian Anderson. Brian, good morning. Good morning, Chauncey. Glad to see you. Uh, here. Glad to see you here in, 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 in Voices, right? Hey, Brian, the reason I'm calling you, we talked a little over a month ago. You know, the weather has improved. You know, they've cut, I had to cut the grass two or three times already. Um, so my question to you is, you know, I the ticks that I have found myself, yes, I found a couple when I've been out doing some, you know, things. But, you know, your backyards are prime examples of, you know, you're going to be working in your yard the next month or so, aren't you? So, I mean, you know, I, I, I would think that there's a little concern for those critters that seem to be, their own pandemic, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, the ticks. But this is also Tick Awareness Month, isn't it? Or I should say Lyme, Lyme Disease. Lyme, Lyme Disease Awareness Month. Lyme Disease Awareness Month. That's what I apologize, yep. everybody. Don't send me hate mail. Uh, Lyme Disease Awareness right. Month, where, you know, that's a, a very dangerous disease you can get from only one little critter, right? Exactly, yeah. And the thing with ticks are... This time of year, uh, the, the, the small ticks that were born last summer, 
are now a, what they call a nymphic, and they are so small they're the size of a poppy seed. Uh, literally, a poppy like on a poppy seed bagel, they're that size. Mm. I remember seeing them in a picture of one time uh, on a on a poppy seed bagel. Somebody put them down there, and next to poppy seeds, you could hardly from a distance you could hardly even tell them apart. So yeah. those ones that are so small that uh, you can barely see are can be just as lethal as a full blown adult if they have Lyme disease. So it doesn't have to be adults. You can still get them from those tiny ones, and actually they're responsible for most people getting tick-borne diseases because they are so small. They're so easy easy to over, overlook, and they could be on your shoelace, and you wouldn't even hardly notice them. Mm-hmm. So now, you don't yeah, get, that's why it's important to prepare. Yeah, you don't get the Lyme disease from a tick crawling on you. You get it when they grip onto you. Correct. They need to be on there for a while. Some people say 24 hours or more. Uh, and, you know, so so what the best people, the best thing to do is is when you're outdoors, working, uh, you know, whether it's gardening or, uh, you know, sprucing up the lawn, you know, that, that, that spring, you know, a leaf litter, you're getting rid of that. They like to hide in that for the wintertime. Uh, you may, you know, kind of help rouse them up, you know, and get them going. Uh, doing a tick check at the end of the day is, mm-hmm. is very important. I even do it, and I, I, I treat all my clothes, uh, you know, to, to prepare myself as best I can, and I still do tick checks. I, I, I rarely get one, but you never know. Even the, in the, the best circumstances, they could still get through. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. Now, this another thing that I wanted uh, to ask you about, I know you, you are not a Lyme disease expert. You know what it is, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, you're, you're, you basically have a great program of how to not get them <laughs> on your body, Correct. which I, I think is fantastic. But, um, if, you know, just in my own personal experience, if you get a, a tick that latches onto you, uh, I went to the doctor several years ago and, you know, he's checking me for an annual physical and, you know, he's going over my, you know, my, you know, your chest and the arms and he's going over my back and he says to me, so when were you in the woods? I go, huh? He goes, when were you in the woods? And I had to think for a second. I go, oh, Saturday and Sunday. Why? He says, give me your phone. Okay. Takes a picture shows me my camera, and he goes, I go, what's that? He goes, that's a tick. I had one that, you know, grabbed on between my shoulder blades, and I have no idea how long it was there, but because the doctor saw it, he took it off properly, and then he just prescribed an antibiotic for a few days to stop anything. If you catch it early enough, there are preventive things you can do, uh, and that's not Brian saying it, but that's, you know, my experience with my doctor, uh, to, you know, stop anything like that. But the trick here is with you're planting flowers and vegetable plants and weeding and you, you're on your hands and knees. People think of spraying their uh, their pants and shoes with the permethrin, is it? Am I saying it right? Permethrin, yeah. Yeah, permethrin. But if you're on your hands and knees, you need to be spraying a bigger area, right? Yeah. I tell, I spray my pants or my shoes, socks, pants, shirt, and even my, my ball cap, you know, that, that I wear, uh, and, and with permethrin. And, and, and that's kind of like a, like an armor over me, mm-hmm. but I got to back up to what you were saying there. You were exactly right. I mean, that doctor did the right thing. Uh, 
he may have noticed what kind of tick it was. Could have been a, uh, a deer tick, and they're the ones that, that, that you know typically typically are responsible for you know transmitting Lyme. But he put you on antibiotic. It's probably doxycycline. I'm not a doctor here, yeah, I mean, but that's know. normally what it is. And it's all about early detection and early treatment in the beginning. Had you gone to that doctor maybe uh, several months later for that, it was, man, that was a stroke of luck for you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that tick would have fallen off by then because they're only on about two to three days. And, uh, you know, you could have had a bullseye rash. You could have had achy joints, flu-like symptoms, and you would not have known that it was from a tick. But that's the typical signs of tick-borne diseases are mm. what I just mentioned, achy joints, flu-like symptoms, uh, you know, a bullseye rash sometimes or, or, or an infected, you know, bite. Uh, so they're very similar to COVID even, too, but COVID is respiratory uh, issues along with the achy joints, flu-like symptoms, and, and feeling crappy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. It's all about early detection, Jonathan. That That is what it's all about, yeah. you know, early detection. And and you said it was very important. Like, you know, you're spraying your, your, your shirt. You're spraying... You know the pant. You're not spraying them when you're wearing them, folks. You got to spray them and let them dry before. <laughs> That's yeah. the best way to do it. Yeah, I know people that do it that way. It'll work wet, but it's so much more convenient. You know, to spray them the night before, yeah. and then with with permit them. The cool thing about it is is uh, you could probably spray them now, and you'd be set for like a month and a half with it because you don't have to do it every day. That's the cool thing about permit It it binds to the fabric and stays there, mm-hmm. uh, even through several launderings, uh, washings, and it still, re- still remains effective. So, you know, unlike DEET, which is wonderful for skin, uh, you have to do it every day. But permethrin you know, adheres to the fabric and uh, will stay there for, you know, several weeks, in a, probably a good month, depending on how you mix it, mm. which is the cool thing about it. It's odorless, you know, it goes on any fabric. Uh, you know, you don't put on plastic, of course, but any... You know, gear, pants, mm-hmm. you know, h- hikers use it for, for their tents and backpacks. And, you know, uh, linemen use it on, on their gear and, and uh, outdoor workers, you know, uh, we, we go through a lot of it. Yeah, but it's by the it, pallet to some companies. Yeah, but it's it's so much you have to think about it. Even fishermen, you're walking a bank, you're, oh, you're, you're sure. sitting in a chair, uh, you're taking your dog out to a dog park. Uh, and you know, the dog could get the ticks. You don't spray your dog, by the way, you, you know, there's other, you know, things, you know, uh, for, for your dog that you can purchase or, you know, see your vet to find out about preventing ticks. That's the best thing for a dog. Go visit your vet. Um, and yeah. if you haven't seen the vet in a while, your dog needs to see the vet, <laughs> but you know, you, you're you can get it in so many different ways. A tick people just don't think about it. It's, it's, it's not that big fly thing or a mosquito you that's bugging you or one of those little gnats that bugs it, you know, flies in your ears. These things just pop in and they're quiet and then grab on and have a little bit of breakfast or lunch and then let go in a day or two. The, yeah. th- this whole, it, it seems like it keeps getting worse and worse. Is there anything that's going to stop the, you know, expansion of ticks? <laughs> I don't know. They, they, some people blame a little bit on, we'll call it, climate change mm-hmm. maybe it's a little warmer uh so that gives them uh, more uh chances during the winter they don't die off hardly at all in the winter anyways around around our areas yeah because see they dive down into leaf litter and then snow comes on snow is a wonderful insulator uh so yeah there's not much die off at all so they're, they're 
I mean, it's kind of like a mosquito. How do you get rid of all the mosquitoes? It's the same thing with ticks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just you, you can't do it. I mean, they're, we, we live more in rural areas now. Mm-hmm. You know, people are moving, uh, like, in, in country areas. Sure. So we, we get more that way. We have plenty of animals out there. You know, the, the mice are what uh, give the ticks, typically uh, Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're on deer. You know, they winter through the deer. Stand on a, on, a, on the back of a deer through the, the winter in a lot of cases. Yeah, so uh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're tough to get rid of. It's one of one of the little creatures of the world that has a purpose, but we just haven't quite figured it all out yet. But and it's it's <laughs> we we need to prepare ourselves, do the right things, and go forward, and not lock yourself up in the house. Just get out, enjoy the outdoors, do it smartly, spray your spray your clothing down the proper way, and uh, don't. You know, don't worry about it. And, and if you do find one, take it off properly. If it's in you, go see your doctor the next day. You know, it'll be the best thing. If you use a tweezers, go right down to the skin level and, uh, you know, take it off that way. You don't want to grab it by the body, which we've all done, because then it kind of squeezes in there, kind of, you know, making it mad, and you're ticking off a tick. And uh, they'd be more apt to puke the bad stuff in you, sometimes even while taking them off. So take them off like that. Or mm-hmm. use a little thing called a, a tick key. They grabs right at the very base. Uh, but like I say, the, the whole thing that I do is all about prevention. I mean, I have a website called thetickterminator.com, the Tick Terminator, mm-hmm. where people can go in and they can order that uh, permethrin. And it lasts a long time. It's a concentrate, you mm-hmm. know, right in the front page there that uh, lasts whew, a long time. You know? Cool. So cool. Uh, okay, it's well, very, very cost effective. Once again, what was the name of the site? The Tick Terminator. Mm-hmm. They'll see my smiling face on there, the crazy guy, me. The Tick Terminator. Check it out. And, you know, like I said, a little bit of work before you go out in the great outdoors is going to save you tons of pain and aggravation down the road if you find a little friend called a tick somewhere on your body. <laughs> okay. so if somebody knows a, a hunter, a fisherman, a hiker, backpacker, you know, uh, a gardener, like we talked about in the beginning, you know, somebody gardening like mm-hmm. my mom does. I spray my mom's clothes here this time of year. Throughout the summer, mm-hmm. so she's protected when she's out there kneeling in the in the weeds and stuff too. Cool. So, uh, all right, my friend. Well, Brian, thanks so much for coming on and talking to us a little bit about ticks and tick management on uh, Lyme Disease Awareness Month here in May. And uh, just enjoy the outdoors, but be careful in the outdoors. Okay. <laughs> That's right. All right. Take care, my friend. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Coming August 5th is the show people wait for all year long at Paul's Pizza on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester. If you love the outdoors, you're invited to a live broadcast of Chauncey's Great Outdoors at Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester on August 5th from 6 to 7 a.m. There will be free gifts, drawings, food, great guests, and more all at Paul's Pizza in Westchester, 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester. Be there or you're going to miss the fun. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Waterworks Marine has the full line of 2023 Lund and Low boats powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can afford, but don't wait, they're going fast. Waterworks Marine has Lund and Low fishing boats powered by a Mercury outboard at prices no other dealer across the country can match. If you want a quality pontoon boat powered by a Mercury outboard, they have that for you. Maybe you want a fiberglass fishing boat? Waterworks Marine has that Lund Fiberglass Pro-V GL Fiberglass Fishing Boat just waiting for you to take out on the water. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by there at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them, hey, Chauncey sent me. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, add to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Here's another super deal from Waterworks Marine. They are offering up to $5,000 rebates on select models of Lund boats till July 30th and up to $3,000 on select models of low boats till July 31st. What a great way to have some summer fun. Waterworks Marine wants you to get on the water with their fun certified boats that they sell right there at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. When you go there, stop in and tell them, Chauncey, sent you. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at AOL.com.
This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! In the meadow in a itty-bitty pool, swam three little fishies and a mommy fishy too. Swim, said the mama fishy, swim if you can. And they swam, and they swam right over the dam. Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Didn't that a chew? Everybody. Welcome to back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and we're taking a little trip down Interstate 57. Not that far, because it really isn't. We're going down to Lake Shelbyville, and we're talking with Steve Welch, who's the Lake Shelbyville Guide Service. Steve, morning, and thanks for coming on the show, my friend. Thank you very, very much. Hey, Chauncey. My friend. It's been a while. We've I, been friends a long time. Yes, it is. And as a matter of fact, i got to tell you, I was at a club meeting last week. And uh, in the club meeting, this was the Arlington Anglers, it was called, and they they have a year-long contest, you know, biggest fish, fish of the year, angler of the year, and stuff like that. And somebody said, he was announcing, he goes and says, oh, for crappie, there was a 13-inch crappie caught out of Lake Shelbyville. And I said, was Steve Welch on the boat with that guy? <laughs> Yeah, well, we got them bigger than that. You too? Oh, heck yeah, our lake record's like 2.8. So, I mean, I don't see them too often, but I do see occasional 14, 15-inch crappie. That's a lot of crappie. I mean, it's a numbers lake. Come down here and put 100 fish in a boat every day for nine and a half months. That's just what it is. Holy There's a lot, and I mean a lot, of nine and a half to 11 and a half inch fish in this lake. Wow, wow. I mean, everybody catches a ton of fish. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, since it's starting to get warmer, I'm starting to throw white bass in on my crappie trips. And I said the last trip, I we cleaned 94, so. Well, yeah. Yes. in people's freezers. Yeah, crappie are very nice, and they are great fish, and they taste good, but a mess of white bass is nothing to sneeze at, is it? No, heck no, and our white bass... I mean, they run 14 to 16 inches, so they're pound and a half, pound three-quarter white, so it's fun to get into them. Well, you also think you're catching a largemouth at that size. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of neat right now. we got flats that are, I don't know, they probably are 20, 30 acres for a small flat, mm-hmm. and the wind blows the bait up onto the flats, and anywhere there's a stump near the edge of that flat, mm-hmm. uh, you can watch it on live scope. And you just see that stump just come alive. It looks like a swarm of bees. It's that bait fish coming through. And in that bait fish are great big white marks, which are your white bass. Mm -hmm. The crappie are laying on the stumps waiting, and the white bass are following that bait around. So we've just been using a slip bobber, drifting it right from the deep water right up onto the flat. Mm -hmm. When it gets near that stump, it's going down with a crappie or a white bass. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, and everybody, we're, we're talking with Steve Welch from Lake Shelbyville Guide Service. And, you know, you Shelbyville very rarely freezes, right? We get, um, some years we get three days, some years we get six weeks, but I wouldn't walk on any, any of it. 
No, no, no. I, yeah, I, I've learned, you know, ice, ice, any ice south of Interstate 80, don't even think about. <laughs> well, no, just like they drop at six foot in the winter. They so the, be a, there could be a, an air gap between the ice and the top of the water. So I don't advise, even back in the coves, it's kind of safe, but I don't advise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's because you get weakness under that ice, and when you fall through, you're falling through deep. You know. Yeah, and yeah. then it'll crush, and then you can't get back to the bank. Exactly, exactly. Hey, what do you, you know, okay, uh, sp- springtime, uh, I'm going to go through spring and, and summer with you, and, and fall, but, you know, in the springtime, what are you using? Is it pretty much a minnow bite are you going with? Are you going with jigs or what? So, I start in March, like I said, this lake's dropped six foot. So, I kind of go down to the south end, and I'm, I'm river channel banks, where they've been wintering all winter, and I set all myself and two people up front with me, and we vertical jig, you know, 15, 20 foot deep on on timber. And then once we get into April, the lake's going to come up two more foot, and once I see that water temperature get 55, 56, uh, we're switching to live bait, and we're going to now fish six foot, more up on the north end because it's warm and quicker and it's shallower, and we're drifting live bait across spawning areas until about May 15th when the water gets about 67, 68. And in the, the spawning ain't 100% over because the south end is still spawning, but I, I have so many walleye trips I, I have to switch. Mm. And I walleye fish for 35 days. Um, throwing twister tails or pulling bouncers and spinning rigs mm-hmm. on the edges of drops. And those those trips, I mean, I'm booked out next year already. Really? They're the hardest ones to get in my boat. I'm the only guide that does it. Wow. So this year, in those 21 guide trips that I did, we had 217 walleye. I had three days of over 30. Oh, my God. So we're the best walleye lake in the state by far. I mean, you got to go north to get any walleye fishing that we have. Yeah, but e- even when you're going n- north uh, in Illinois, you're, you can get walleyes, but nowhere near those numbers. Nowhere near. No, no, no. Nowhere. I had 217 and 21 trips, so we average what, 10 keepers a, a day. Plus, mm-hmm. when I'm pulling them spinners, you can't keep the crappie and the white bass off of it, which is really what my older customers like because it's a line counter reel and I just haul her back and say, hey, let 25 out on the counter mm-hmm. and just sit and hold it. I'll, I'll pull us along these drops mm-hmm. and you're going to reel them in left and right. Wow. So really when we're talking about crappie, white bass, walleye, um, I know Shelby's got those you know big critters with, with teeth and they probably snap a few lines off off your boat, I would imagine. Yeah, I know. We, we went through a period where where they must be really took a hurt, mm-hmm. and they're starting to come back. You know, we're catching a lot of 30-inch fish, 36, but they ain't big. But, you know, we didn't have anything for a decade. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And, you know, it's Shelbyville is, uh, first of all, you guys and ladies, you're planning trips for, you know, your friends and stuff. Uh, Steve comes to the Tinley Park Outdoor Show, correct? Yep, and, and the Chicagoland Fishing Show. Right, the big Schaumburg show you come to. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you'll have an opportunity, but I would not wait till then to book them if you <laughs> Oh, heck no, our best fish is coming up next month. I told people the crappie fish ain't good. Yeah, we don't have a thermocline. 
Oh, my uh, We get that thermocline, and every fish in the lake settles in at 15 foot. It makes it easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then... Uh, that thermocline's coming quick. We're, we're 7980 right now. Um, I've been asking everybody, you seeing one? You seeing one? No, not yet. I said, I'm not either, but we will. Mm. The uh, the other thing, too, is Shelbyville, like I said, it's just down 57 from from the Chicagoland area, northeastern Illinois, so it's a, it's an easy haul to get to. There's plenty of places to stay in the community down there, right? Oh, gosh, yes. We've yeah. got resorts, uh, motels, cabins, you name it. Yeah, everything is down there. If you, if you go to uh, lakeshelbyvilleguide.com, dot com lake shelbyville dot com you can you know see all that stuff but really you know shelbyville yes it's a a dammed reservoir of what was the the river that makes up shelbyville the Kaskaskia is the biggest river and then the Okaw is the second biggest and there's plenty of small feeder creeks yeah that dump into it as well mm-hmm. so it's roughly twenty plus miles long. No, it's not a small lake. Oh, God, no. And South end is deep as 60 foot. North end, probably not much deeper than 25, but those fish kind of different. North the, end's a little more stained, and south end's crystal clear right now. Yeah, and there's a lot of back areas off, you know, little shoots off the river, off the main lake that you can go back into that you, you know, just cringe. You know, bass fishermen go crazy when they see that. You know, they go, oh. You know, they get excited. Um, and we got wood everywhere. That's what I mean. You got everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I know I tell these people that I had in the boat last week that always went to Wisconsin. And I say, the live scope says they're right there on that branch of that tree. Throw at my cork. And I don't. And so they'd line up the whole length of my boat and just fish it like a grass line. I said, no. Tighten up. Tighten up. This ain't no grass line. Mm-hmm. They're on a branch. Live scope shows you. That's amazing. That is truly amazing. And, you know, when somebody goes out with you uh, on a guide service on Shelbyville, Lake Shelbyville, what do you, you know, I, I just use your stuff. Use your rods, your reels, your gear, because you've got it set up and have it the way those fish want to see it. They don't need to bring nothing it's in the way we don't use it we trip over it all day long yeah so leave your stuff you know back at home it's not gonna you know hurt steve's you know feelings if you want to use all of his stuff because that's what he's there for and then uh you know just have yourself you know have a raincoat maybe a, a windbreaker if it's cool at night or something in the day uh and you know just some something to drink and something to munch right yep it's all i wanted to bring yeah we, we fish a slip bobber on heavy 15-pound braid. You think, we well, don't go crappie fishing on that, but you do because we get snagged all the time. So if you're going to bring your little ultralight, you're going to be tying on all the time. We're in thick cover of wood. Wow. And it is. So and if they can't do that, then I've got 14-foot cane poles. I said, if you won't stay tight on this branch, I'll make it so you have to. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That is great. That is great. Well, you know, Steve, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to set up a time to go fishing uh, and book a, a, a charter with you, how do they do that? Uh, you can call me at 217-840-1221. Mm-hmm. Or you can just go to my website at lakeshelbervilleguide.com. There's an availability list on there. Right now I'm booked out till. Like, uh, 
some early August. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm I'm pretty busy. Yeah. Oh, I know. But and then, like I've I've been doing this 29 years. Yeah. And you even do some uh, guiding down in Kentucky, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, this year I'm going. I've already been six times, and I'm I'm going back in November, and I should be there most of the month. That's when we really catch the big fish. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking, well, about... I had I went down there in, in June, which isn't the best time to go, but it coincides with a music festival that we like to go to. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had people come and stay at the resort I'm at and fish with me that whole week. And I in those six days we had. We had five fish over 16 inches. Mm-hmm. And those big crappie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these people always been going to up north, and they said, we never caught crappie like that. They broke, every customer that was with me that week broke their personal best record. Wow. It's amazing, Steve. Amazing. So my biggest downer is 317. Um, this spring I had seven crappie that went 14 and a quarter pounds. So, 14 and a quarter inches. Know, Kentucky Lake's coming back. Yeah. I don't care the bad rep it got over the Asian carp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should see what the commercial fishermen are doing to it. Mm-hmm. They're not near as thick as they were. Yeah, well, let them keep doing it. They t- those and even those guys taste good. <laughs> I, I'm a, I can tell you that because I've I've eaten a number of them. Well, listen, there is a commercial fisherman uh, selling point right down the road from me, and I see nine. Great big forty foot John boats come in every morning with seven to ten thousand pounds in each boat. Yeah, that's great. Good to hear they're getting them. Good to hear they're getting they're getting them out of there. Well, Steve, thanks so much for coming on the show and talking about crappie fishing in Shelbyville, and maybe possibly if somebody's looking to make a a run down to Kentucky to go out with you for those thirteen and a half, fourteen and a half uh, inch fish. Uh, those are amazing fish when you think about it. But oh, I mean, I'm. Like I said, my biggest last fall was a 285 black. Yeah, oh, man. And then my biggest I got on wall from down there is a 317 white. So, mm-hmm. you know, those fish are 17 inches long. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to get a hold of... Well, I'll be at the Schomburg Show, and I'm giving seminars there, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk, and we're going to do a Kentucky Lake seminar, mm-hmm. as well as a Shelbyville seminar, so... Good. Come see them. Yeah, and if you want to get a hold of them, it's 217 Two two one. That's two one seven eight four zero one two two one. Steve, thanks for coming on. Okay, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Coming August fifth is the show people wait for all year long at Paul's Pizza on Thirty First Street and Wolf Road in Westchester. If you love the outdoors, you're invited to a live broadcast of Chauncey's Great Outdoors at Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester on August 5th from 6 to 7 a.m. There will be free gifts, drawings, food, great guests, and more all at Paul's Pizza in Westchester, 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester. Be there or you're going to miss the fun. Waterworks Marine has the full line of 2023 Lund and Low boats powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can afford 
But don't wait, they're going fast. Waterworks Marine has Lund and low fishing boats powered by a Mercury outboard at prices no other dealer across the country can match. If you want a quality pontoon boat powered by a Mercury outboard, they have that for you. Maybe you want a fiberglass fishing boat? Waterworks Marine has that Lund Fiberglass Pro-V GL Fiberglass fishing boat just waiting for you to take out on the water. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by there at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them, hey, Chauncey sent me. Walt's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocote frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, and to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com. 
DiamondGhostCharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at RendLake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. And was it mean to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on well, ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago? Well, hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you enjoyed learning about them little blood sucking tick creatures. <laughs> Hey, they're part of nature. We just got to all get used to it. Don't worry about it and stuff like that. And uh, Steve Welch, it sounds like there's some good crappie and white bass and some bass and catfish going down to Shelbyville. Definitely give them a call down there. See if you can get out on a boat with them because you'll you bring a mess of fish home and you also learn how to do it yourself. Well, uh, let's get into this here. Uh, let's start out with the Aiden Fishing Report, uh, which is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Papa, Dad and I went down and checked out the pier first. Guys were catching lots of drum and no perch. Where are the perch? Well, Aiden, if I knew, I'd be fishing them right now. The guys in the boat... We're hit and miss. We were out there, and we agree. We had one fish here, one fish there, but it was really hard to locate them. Our most active place was 60 to 100 feet down in 110 to 250 feet of water. As I said earlier, the perch action was slow except for freshwater drum. Glow spoons were really good for the salmon, and green or yellow meat rigs. Looking forward to seeing my new fishing rod and reel and stuff you're bringing me up this weekend. You're a pro bass angler in training. Well, obviously he's not playing uh, hockey right now. <laughs> You're a pro bass angler in training, Aiden. Let's go through some fishing stuff. Up on the chain of lakes, um, I would have to say catfish are doing pretty well in a lot of areas. Nightcrawler, stink bait, uh, I kind of like Marie for catfish, if you're going to ask me. Uh, bluegill, uh, something small, mini mites, uh, you, or you want to go with the whack em and stack em jig. Those are working real well. I'm having a hard time finding a couple of mini mites anywhere, so that's why I've been going with the whack em and stack em. They're doing pretty well for me, too. Uh, you want to try anywhere between 6 and maybe 12 feet of water for those bluegills on the chain. Uh, walleye, current areas, I'd fish more towards dark or early in the morning. Uh, if you want to try that one, and uh, it's it's going to be a little bit tough, but you'll find them. White bass, one also. You're you're in five to twelve feet of water uh, over main lake basins. That's where you want to be for those activity going on right now. Uh, my buddy Dave Dewey sent me a fishing report from Delavan Lake. Yellow perch have been hitting in front of uh, in ten to twelve feet of water. Northern pike have been up and down. <laughs> earlier in the week you could catch as many pike as you can with as much suckers and then later in the week we hadn't seen that many going on uh we were even trying in 20 feet of water 
Bluegills are on the weed lines in 10 to 20 feet of water. A lot of fun for kids. Just give them small hooks, small baits, and they'll catch a lot of fish. If you want to catch a walleye, you better go after dark. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But up on Lake Geneva, lake trout fishing has been good. That's a good sign. But once again, you're fishing that middle section of the lake, which is deeper than, geez, you know. Uh, smallmouth are off the weed lines and chasing minnows. So kind of like look like a bunch of minnows, and you should get them. Rock bass, anywhere between 9 and 11 feet of water. Uh, Nightcrawlers are fish that split shot rig is what I would try right now. Indiana. Uh, my buddies down there said they're getting coho and a few steelhead and kings, but here and there in 50 to 85 feet of water. Dodgers, flies, stuff like that. Some spoons, usually a bright colored spoon with a good flash. Uh, no perch for the shore anglers. If you're looking to get perch, you better be in a boat fishing the humps and, you know, going out uh, a little ways to find them. And you've catch a couple of fish, watch your electronics. That's the key. Get a couple fish, move. Get a couple fish, move. Uh, in Indiana and the rivers, though, and like Wolf Lake, a walleye are doing pretty good up on Wolf Lake. Uh, leeches and night crawlers is what you want to work with right now. Uh, and you're going to lose the leeches pretty quick, I think. I think they, don't they go out of, yeah, they, you're going to have a hard time finding leeches pretty soon, I think. Um, but, you know, you're doing that. Catfish, mm, 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 mm. Anything that smells. <laughs> I'm talking stink bait, cut bait, uh, catch a, uh, a fish, cut it up, cut some, you know, bring some stuff from home that's a little bit ripe. They, they love it all. They love it all. They don't care. You know, they're just big guys. The uh, river's, in Illinois and in, in parts of Indiana going south, they got flush with a lot of water, and it's starting to come down, but they're very dirty. They're still not very dirty, but they're cleaning up, but they are in dirty water right now. And, you know, that activity will only improve. Cook County Forest Preserve, we're seeing a lot of top water action first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. Get out there before it sticks and start pitching a surface bait, something that chugs, flutters, makes a little bit of noise, and hold on to that rod. Largemouth bass have been hitting a lot of baits there. Hey, and for the kids, stay within eight feet of the shoreline with a small minnow and bait, and you could be catching them all the time. All right, got that, got that, and got that. And whoa, I can hear the flute being picked up here, so that must mean the show's coming to an end. And I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and this one comes from the Rosebud Lakota Nation. And this, it's from uh, Lame Deer is her name, and it says, Laughter... That is something very sacred, especially for all of us. Laughter. It is very sacred, especially for all of us. It's always good to have a good laugh. All right? Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We're borrowing it all from our children's children, children. See you next week, everybody.